0: A special art scene now with WVIA's Fiona Powell to mark the day. Home thoughts from abroad on the death of the Queen. September the 8th, 2022 was a wet and drizzly day, both in Aberdeenshire and in London. Rain accompanied the death of Queen Elizabeth, which was wholly appropriate, not for the reasons of melancholy, but rather Elizabeth II was in her lifetime a bit of a rain goddess. I remember my mother telling me that the weather on the queen's coronation day was rainy, drizzly, a bit miserable. The Met Office report for that day read, the morning began with mainly cloudy skies across the eastern side of the United Kingdom and the odd spot or two of rain, which became heavier and more persistent as the morning progressed. During the afternoon, the cloudy and wet weather continued which persisted well into the evening. It was a cold day for early June and really quite miserable given all the cloud and rain as well. Not unlike September the 8th, 2022. Anecdotally, Queen Elizabeth II was said to joke that rain followed her everywhere even calling it the Queen's reign. So many people have commented to me personally, as well as on television and radio, that they were shocked at the Queen's death. I was not. I had been expecting it for months. I told a friend that I thought Her Majesty would hang on just through the fun of the Jubilee so as not to disappoint her nation but would happily slip away once that was over and she was safely ensconced in her beloved Balmoral. More home to her than anywhere else in the world. Losing her partner and love of so many decades last year must have been a devastating blow. It shows the sheer will of this beloved queen that she gritted her teeth and hung on, allowing her people one last glorious party in her honour. And then, with the whole Boris Johnson escapade, she did her duty, and hung on even longer, just to welcome in a new Prime Minister. On that Tuesday night, did Elizabeth dream of Philip, urging her to hurry up and get on with the business of letting go and joining him before anything else momentous reared its ugly head? I can just hear his ghostly voice in my imagination. Come on, cabbage, enough is enough. You're in Balmoral, Charles is in Scotland, even Harry is in England. Get your last dispatch box done quickly and come and join me before there's any more nonsense to distract the country. Thursday is a good day, you know. They're calling for rain. I'll have the kettle on and the best China out. It's lovely up here. Breakfast at Balmoral, tea with me in heaven. I must admit, speaking as a folklorist and historian, that a small part of me hoped that September the 7th would mark the end of her reign. Why? Because 489 years ago, on the 7th of September 1533, was born that other great Elizabeth, Gloriana of the first Elizabethan age. But maybe it is better that a day separates our memory of the birth of the first Elizabeth and the death of the second great Elizabeth. I have often wondered when reading history about how people felt when Elizabeth I died after a 45 year reign. She was the only monarch many people had known. They must have felt as I do today, as if the ground Had slightly given away. Even her bluff old father Henry VIII caused grief on his death, despite the political turmoil during his reign, which was nothing compared to the chaos that was to come. The 38-year reign of good King Hal, which is what many commoners called him at the time, must have seemed like smooth waters in comparison to the upheavals that had come before. After all, If you were someone in their 70s at the time of King Henry VIII's death, not unknown amongst Hale country folk, you would have seen the end of the Wars of the Roses, the chaos of the reigns of Edward IV, briefly of Henry VI, Edward IV again, Richard III, the Battle of Bosworth before the relative calm of Henry VII and Henry VIII. Similar chaos and bloodshed Accompanied the reigns between Henry VIII and Elizabeth I. Then 45 years of being an Elizabethan. I was born a second Elizabethan, born to a post war Britain that is now the stuff of stories with farthings, ha'pennies, and sixpenny pieces, small shops, a time when even young girls were expected to wear a hat and gloves when going out, and an efficient NHS. From the post-war austerity onward, through the highs of the swinging sixties and beyond, this steady, calm, ever-kind monarch is all I and the Britons of my generation have ever known. On our postage stamps, we knew never to stick a postage stamp on upside down, as putting the Queen's head on upside down, we were told, was treasonous, on our coins, her portrait on the walls of every school we attended. Elizabeth was the steadfast symbol. We knew how to address her, how to curtsy or bow should we ever meet her. I never did meet her, although that makes me singular in my family. I did see her one Maundy Thursday in Canterbury, when I was nine years old, her smile and turquoise hat remain a strong memory. It matters little what any one of our political beliefs are. I have friends who are monarchists, and I have friends who wish to see the end of the monarchy, but I'd wager we all felt the same about this remarkable symbol of all that is good about Britain, the steadfastness, dignity, inner courage, outward calm, respect for our history, need for lashings of tea, wicked sense of humour, acceptance of rain which falls onto every summer, and dogged understatement. We try to be never furious, but prefer to be a bit upset, really. Never jumping and hooping for joy, We're quite pleased, actually. We're never heartbroken. We're just, frankly, a little sad, except today. We'll admit to a great deal of grief today, and then, after the 10 days of mourning ends with the funeral, we'll get on with it. We are British. We see our history extending back over generations, over epochs, old to us, means sometime about 600 years ago. And we know, as we have always known, that even though the second age of Elizabeth has gone, we will replace it with a new age. She was, and will always be beloved, our Elizabeth. She was the living embodiment of Britannia. She was the mother of our country, but the continuity of life Even through change is what makes our singular little island keep going. That age old and long may it continue expression of the queen is dead. God bless her. God save the king. WVIA's Fiona Powell with an audio essay titled Home Thoughts from Abroad on the Death of the Queen to mark this day, September 19th, 2022. Thanks to you, Fiona Powell.